What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Slasher Saturday. My name is Derek, and today we are talking about Friday the 13th, Part 3. Now, normally, I have a co-host with me, my wife Eleanor. She is currently working hard on Shipwreck Sunday, so unfortunately, we're going to have to divide and conquer this week, but there will be a follow-up episode, both of us together. We will talk about it together, so for tonight, you're just going to have to deal with me. I apologize in advance for my rants and rambles. She is usually the one that keeps me kind of in a straight line, but we're going to attempt it anyways. Friday the 13th, part three. This is a first time watch for me. Now, I did watch it twice in preparation for this video, and I'm still feeling conflicted. That being said, if I had to give it a thumbs up or thumbs down, I'm giving it a thumbs up. But I'm a little hesitant because it is not, I would say it's not quite as good as I was hoping it was going to be. I heard from multiple people, multiple friends that said, oh yeah, if you liked the first two, this one's the best one. I've, And then when you go online, you go on forums, you go on Reddit pages, you'll see so many different opinions on there from hardcore Friday the 13th fans that either hate this movie or think it's one of the greatest horror movies of all time. And to me, that's baffling to have such a stark contrast and such polar opposite opinions. There's not that many people that are in the middle. And I think that's kind of where I'm at. I think this movie is kind of a middle of the ground, middle of the road area for me. Now, I was late to the first three Friday the 13th movies. I did not grow up with them, so I don't have a nostalgia factor for those first three films. Um, I can't remember exactly which Friday movie was my first. Might have been Jason X, honestly. Might have been Jason Lives. But I know for a fact it was not the first two and definitely not this one. This was a first-time watch. And I got to say, from the beginning, all three films share, obviously, a very similar formula, piggybacking off of the first movie. You got campers going to a Crystal Lake campground or nearby one that they shouldn't be at, that they're all doomed, and either you have Crazy Ralph or, in this movie, You have a guy wiggling a really weird-looking eyeball in the camera in 3D. And, you know, it was just things like that. I can't remember. He he made some sort of eye pun. And although it was dipping into the silliness factor like Jason Lives does later on, which I love. I love it when Jason movies dip into the silliness factor. But I wish they would have done it just a little bit more, you know, with the the eye puns and the eyeball jokes in 3D. When you got them juggling in 3D, you got other um, characters just acting a little cheesy, maybe, Um, specifically, specifically the biker gang. I thought when our main characters initially run into them, I I felt like, oh, crap, you know, they're probably going to get their asses kicked. But at the same time, it just felt like, 
kind of high school shenanigans, which, yeah, they're high schoolers. But the, the gang never felt intimidating. I don't know if I'm alone in that, but they never felt intimidating. And although there are some characters that I do like in this movie, specifically Chris, I thought she was a great final girl. And I think for the, these first three Friday movies, all final girls are really solid. All three of them, I'd, I'd say, are truly solid, in my opinion, anyways. That's just how I feel. I don't know. Eleanor could disagree with me on that. We'll hear from that. And maybe you guys could disagree with me on that. But I, I think all three of them. And Chris, yeah, was very, very good. But we got to talk about Shelly, right? I mean, Shelly went from kind of, like, I kind of felt bad it's kind of socially awkward, funny, and then very quickly just turned pathetic and then annoyingly pathetic. And it was just absurd, and we were just waiting for that payoff, and I believe he got killed off screen. Now, yeah, he was the one that delivered the iconic mask, and that in itself earns this movie a couple of points and a couple of points that the first two Friday the 13th movies don't have, obviously. But some of these other characters and some of these other scenes, like the the new Crazy Ralph with the eyeball, some of them just felt kind of unneeded. And yes, there is going to be that in every Friday the 13th movie. But in this movie particular, particularly, I just felt like the horny kids were hornier, the dumb stoners were dumber and not to a point of being somewhat realistic like yeah we've all met those dumb stoners but I just didn't feel like any of them were truly friends I don't know if I'm alone in that but I just didn't really buy any of their friendships or at least in like the final chapter where you have what is this Jonathan Glover I I could be getting that wrong and the guy who keeps calling him a dead fuck I buy their friendship even though he's calling his buddy a dead fuck and he's punching him in the arm and stuff. He's trying to help him get laid and at the same time trying to stop him from getting laid. That is what your high school friends do. These high school friends I just didn't necessarily believe as much. But the one thing that I will say for them is that they did all feel unique. I did feel like they were all drastically different from each other, and you didn't just have, like, okay, the nerd, the jock, the stoner. I felt like there was at least pairs, and that some of them had more things in common with each other than the others. And there is friend groups like that, for sure, that have different people in there. I've been in those plenty. I just felt like these ones were just, I don't know, there's just some about them that just felt a little less magnetic for me, a little less relatable, maybe. I would say that in the first act for all three of these films, they do suffer from a little bit of pacing issues, at least for me. I think they're just a little slow at times. Obviously, when we get a kill, it does pick it up in pacing. And for this movie specifically, I would say, I felt a difference in pace. I felt an increase in pace as soon as the biker gang or the bikers, ended up in the barn. And when Jason started picking them off, that is really when I started to feel a difference in pace. Yeah, when he's behind the clothes hangers and, the, and he's outside, I felt a, cer- a, 
a little bit of dread here and there, but it did feel like there was moments in time throughout the movie and multiple different times throughout the movie where I felt like it was kind of beginning to drag. I know this sounds super negative, but I did give this movie a thumbs up. Just remember that. I do give this movie a thumbs up. And when we would inevitably get to the next kills and get to the next intense scenes, which I did think were intense and actually pretty creepy, the kills were actually pretty decent. They are actually really good, for the most part. There are a couple that are really bad. Now, like the handstand kill was probably one of the top five in the franchise, at least from what I've seen so far. Like I said, I'm not a Friday the 13th expert by any means, just a horror fan, and I am a Jason fan. But from my personal experience with his kills, I'd say the handstand is definitely up there for me. I don't know if anybody agrees, or if you disagree, let me know. That's totally cool, too. I think the knitting uh, the knitting needle kill was really good, and when the biker who was constantly holding the cigarette in his mouth who just never wanted to actually spark it up. When he inevitably got killed, I thought that was rewarding because you saw Eleanor pointed this out to me that when he died, you saw the blood kind of soak up on the cigarette and I thought that was a really nice detail. But then you had moments like the head squish, which right before you you saw the girl looking around for her friend and then Jason's got him in the dark, and Jason holding his head in the dark looks really creepy. And when he finally had the hockey mask on, and he's in the dark holding the friend quiet, he looked super scary. And then the very next scene, all of a sudden they're in the light again, and you have the the eye coming out in 3D. <laughs> and yeah, it just was not good. And some of the acting in this movie as well was not good. The oh my god girl was iconically bad. I think we can all agree on that. That being said, yes, there was a little bit of slow pacing in the first act and maybe a few times in the middle for me. Once we got to the third act, I thought, you know what? Jason makes his debut with his mask and he's running down fools. All of a sudden, I'm thinking... Maybe this is better than the first two. And that's why I'm torn. Because everything I said about these first two acts, I, I stand by. I think there was some pacing issues. I think some of these characters were annoying. And I think some of the characters weren't really believable as human beings. But other ones I thought were actually really solid. The kills, some of them were great up until the third act. And then some of them are not so great. But once the third act begins, I feel like it just fires on all cylinders. And I'm just wondering, okay, why did we choose to go a third movie where we're not seeing Jason the entire movie? I didn't understand that. I don't know if there's some sort of behind-the-scenes reason. Like I said, I'm not an expert. But I, I wish they could have done it differently. And... I think it would have elevated the movie for me if they had removed the 3D aspects to it because the 3D shots, unfortunately, just didn't work for me and most of the time took me out of the movie. But if they had had Jason in the forefront and then the entire movie and then maybe made him 3D, like maybe made his machete or his mask 
come out of the screen. I thought that would be a lot easier to do and a lot more beneficial to having 3D than having an eye pop out or a wobbly um, fishing spear come at you. Although the fishing spear through the eyeball looked amazing. It getting to the eyeball, I didn't think looked great. But everything after that, all of the kills in the third act, and everything with Jason was just truly great. It was truly great. And it that is, it, that is why this movie gets a thumbs up for me. Now, if you've never seen a horror movie, I don't think you'll be listening to this, but if you've never seen a Jason movie or a horror movie, then yeah, you're probably not going to like this. But out of the out of these first three movies, I thought it had the least sex scenes, the le- the least nudity, which I thought was interesting, the least amount of drug use, other than the the van scene, really. But other than that, even the stoner getting electrocuted, it's not like as as graphic as it could have been. I think another thing that really elevates this movie for me, we mentioned Jason getting his mask, but that really shouldn't be understated because in the first movie we don't know who's killing right and then in in the final act it's revealed to be Pamela Voorhees which I thought that third act was extremely iconic then Friday the 13th part two we get kind of the same thing it's almost like a reboot but obviously still a sequel same kind of movie but in the third act it's revealed oh here's jason he's alive he's an adult he's this crazy mountain man with a bag over his head is he alive is he dead is he a zombie guy and then in this movie it's kind of the same thing but then when he does finally reveal himself he's wearing the hockey mask not only that though when he takes off the hockey mask to reveal himself to chris he also reveals to the audience that he's not mindless. He's not completely mindless. He knows what he's doing. He knows it's evil, and he relishes in it. And that's fucking creepy. And I thought the way that this Jason's face looked looked a lot better than Friday the 13th Part 2. I, I liked the long hair kind of... Um, he almost looked like he should have been in a Leatherface movie, maybe. But I thought both looks looked really good. I just particularly preferred the appearance of Jason in Friday the 13th Part 3. You got the iconic mask, got him with his machete, and he's taking a lot more damage than he did in Friday Part 2. He did take some damage that a normal human probably wouldn't be able to survive in the second movie. But in this movie, I definitely felt like it was to a much higher degree. I'm glad that they didn't go with a certain scene of Jason assaulting Chris. I'm glad they just alluded to it, and I hope that it didn't happen. I'm just going to kind of avoid that and hope that that wasn't a thing, because that's not what I want from Jason. I don't think that's what any of us want in a Friday the 13th movie. It didn't very go very well for Rob Zombie in Halloween. I don't think it would have went very good in this movie particularly. And I applaud it. And I applaud the directors for leaving it out. At the end of the day, you got Jason debuting his mask, taken from Shelley's body nonetheless. 
We learn that Jason is not only aware of what he does, but enjoys and relishes it, which I love all of these things. I think the characters, although not great, some of them are solid, some of them are unneeded. Most of the kills were decent or great, and a couple of them I think were atrociously bad. And I think that is kind of where I stand with this movie. It's a little bit middle of the ground for me, middle of the road. I don't know why I keep saying middle of the ground. Middle of the road, damn it. With some acting being truly awful. I didn't throw this movie in expecting Leonardo DiCaprio to show up. What I expected was some some teenagers to go to a Camp Crystal Lake, maybe get high, drunk, have some whatever, and then get picked off one by one in an entertaining fashion. Hopefully scary slash funny slash no pun intended. That is all I'm looking for in a Friday the 13th movie. Like I said, my introduction to Jason were movies like Jason Lives, Jason X, Freddy vs. Jason, kind of the more goofier stuff, and definitely I was late to this franchise. I, I completely acknowledge that. So there, I know there are a lot of loyalists that were you know, actually alive when these movies came out and remember it very well and have a specific idea for what Friday the 13th and what Jason should look like, and I totally respect that. Just try to understand where I'm coming from, where I'm a 90s kid. So I was introduced to Scream, Halloween H2O, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, Jason X, well before these Friday the 13th movies. The first three, anyways. So over time, I do think that all three are going to grow for me in a more positive light. And I see this one out of the three probably growing the most I could be wrong. Maybe one day when I rewatch all of them, do a ranking down the road, I'll be able to point out more flaws, more pros. And of course, I'm sure you guys have a lot to say about this movie because there's a lot to say about this movie. There's a lot of great things about it, and there's a lot of terrible things about it. Like I said, there's a lot of pacing issues. There's all sorts of stuff. But I can say that no snakes were killed on this set. No people were drugged on this set that I'm aware of anyways. Maybe there was some terrible things on Friday the 13th Part 3 set. But nothing quite as atrociously bad as some of the horror stories that were on set of the first two films. But I would be really interested to know from the OG Friday the 13th fans to the current day Friday the 13th fans, where does Friday the 13th Part 3 land for you? I'm a little mixed, but I'm mostly positive. I gotta be honest. I'm mostly positive. I'm sticking to my guns, despite all its flaws. That third act, that final act, was just so damn good. And it was so exciting and thrilling. And it actually felt intimidating. And it was like, yes, finally. This is the Jason I'm starting to recognize. I'm starting to get some recognizable IP from these first three movies which, at the same time, also makes those three movies stand out as very different from the rest of the franchise, which is also a reason to appreciate them even more. I'd also like to ask you, what do you guys think about the Crystal Lake series in development that is coming from Brian Fuller? Do you think they're going to actually explore all of Jason's life, Pamela Voorhees' life as well? And do you think we're going to get everything from Friday the 13th Part 1 to Jason X? That's what I'm hoping for especially from a guy like Brian Fuller. 
And what do you think about the recent news that a Friday the 13th movie is still in development and there's actually two scripts being written? Whatever you think about all of that, I'd love to hear it. There's a lot of going on in the Friday the 13th land right now, so this is a great time to be talking about Friday the 13th and a great time to be a horror fan in general. I hope I didn't lose you. I hope I didn't rant and ramble too much for you. Hopefully my pros and cons make a little bit of sense, and if not, that's okay. Eleanor will be here soon to clear it up. My name's Derek. Thanks for watching the Slasher Saturday podcast, and whatever your favorite horror movie is, we'd love to hear it. Thanks for watching. Till next time. Bye-bye. What's your favorite scary movie?